welcome to the One Player Podcast, the show on solitaire board gaming. I'm your host, Julius, and this is episode 256. Hello. I have a big echo. Echo, 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 echo. Our game today is Echoes. Echoes what? Because... We're actually talking today about a new adventure series. This is one of the one-shot series, similar to the escape rooms that we've done. I hesitate to call it an escape room because it was more like an adventure than an escape room, right? Yeah, I agree with that because we were going all over the place. But it's a one-shot type thing, so you play through it once. And it's from the Echoes series, which is a series of these audio-based adventures from Ravensburger, specifically the one we played. Do you remember the name of the one we played? Mm, is that the one that we kept opening things? It's called the Microchip. Echoes the uh, Microchip. Oh, this one that we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, the name of this specific one is called Echoes the Microchip. Do you remember why it was called the Microchip? Yeah, because there's a microchip that um, the lady pressed and blew up the world. <laughs> Spoilers! A little bit of spoilers. <laughs> Oops. Yes, so this is an adventure game. And the idea of it is it's not timed like you would have in an escape room, but it does take about an hour to complete. And if you wanted to time yourself to complete it in an hour, so then you certainly could do that. The basics of the game are more of a deduction type game. You're going to have a set of cards, a small deck of cards. Actually, there's two decks of cards, technically. And then a deck of tiles, which are the same size as the cards. They're just thicker to denote that they're more important. And the idea of what you're doing is you'll use an app on your phone and you'll scan each one of them. Uh, You'll scan each of the tiles and the cards with the phone and it'll play an audio piece. You have the ability to rewind during it, fast forward, play it again. And you can go back over them multiple times if you want to remember what it is. You are also going to have more cards in in the game after you complete a challenge. Right. So the idea is, is that you have that deck and you're trying to match three cards with the tiles. So each tile has three cards that's associated with it. So you'll listen to them all. You'll sort of puzzle out which ones are connected and associate three of them with three so. The first time you'll have a deck of 18, so you'll split that up into two decks of nine cards. So you'll split them up and you'll try and make three cards match to each tile. Once you've solved half of them, you'll bring out the other half of the deck and then you'll do it all over again. Once you've done all of that, you get to arrange the whole thing by chapter in order. Each time when you arrange it, you have the opportunity to listen to the whole story in whole because until then, you're sort of listening to pieces and the pieces are broken up and they're missing and they're not in order. But then once it's all done, you have the ability to listen to the entire story over the whole thing. And as Deli was saying, the, the game is played in two halves. Why was it important to you that it was played in two halves? Um... Did that make it easier to keep track of everything because there was less cards? It did, but also you had to get um, cards to complete one deck, one so you only had to, chapter. You only had to sort one half at a time. Yeah. Okay, so that made it kind of easier than if it, everything was there. Yeah, but it also kind of made it harder because you 
didn't really know that would be happening. It made it hard because you didn't know that there was going to be a second half or you didn't know which half it went with? You didn't know that there was going to be a second half. So you think that the second half was probably easier because there was less stuff? There were less tiles you had to work with? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you guess? Yes. What was the hardest part about the game for you? Matching up the last parts of the six chapters you get that you all have to match up. So the last, the hardest part was the last part when you had to organize all the chapters. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the components for a second. So already I mentioned there's those tiles and there's those cards. And those cards and tiles are, are kind of like tarot size. They're pretty big cards, right? Yeah, they're like this big. And all of them just have one picture, one big picture each. And the tiles are thick cardboard tiles, and they all fit in a small little box. And then an important component of it is the app. For us, we had to pull up the app on our phone. We used the camera to scan each one. I don't think it was too hard to do the scanning, right? That went pretty that, fast. Yeah, that went pretty fast. And I think the UI elements, the way you, you went forward and back on it, it was also pretty easy to, to use it to navigate all of the recordings, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about all the components? The components themselves were good? The pieces in the game? Yeah, they were pretty cool. All the pieces were good. What do you think about the voice acting? Because for a game like this, it's an audio-based game. The whole idea is you're listening to it and trying to piece together the story from listening. What do you think about the audio bits? I liked the audio bits. That's definitely correct. But, like, I don't really like games that's say you win or you lose it depends on your opinion you don't like games that say you win or you lose yeah because at the end it said you lose and you win at the same exact time mm-hmm. and unlike those types of games how did it, what do you mean it said you win and you lose like you found that you you did everything but then you also lost because you didn't do um, you didn't do it in order? No. Or you lost because the story was yeah, a sad story. Yeah. The the story blew up the world, so it was a sad story, so it said you lost. Yeah. That's not really a, much of a spoiler because the game begins, and on the back of the box, it talks about that you are one of the survivors of a ruined civilization. So the background of the story is it's post-apocalyptic. And you can almost instantly see from re- seeing the stuff that there's technology, there's robots, there's all of us who are highly heightened to COVID see vaccination uh, injections and drug layouts and medical stuff. And you can see sort of that it's going to be highlighting what all happened to this lost civilization. As soon as you open the box, you see that. And as Delhi is keying into you win the game by realizing the tragedy that happened, which is sort of a mix of happy and sad, that we're happy that we beat the game, but we're sad that the tragedies occur. We we weren't heroes in this story. We didn't rescue anything, and Delhi wanted to rescue something. Yeah. Yeah? What did you think about how challenging the game was? It wasn't challenging, because like other things, you have to do a bunch of different puzzles. And some people might have other ideas, and they might like it or not like it, but it it wasn't challenging to me, or like 
because you didn't have to do it. And that's also kind of like why I liked it, because you did have to do a bunch of different puzzles. You only had to do one puzzle for each chapter. Yeah. So we've played a lot of different types of escape rooms and adventure rooms. So for normal escape rooms, there's puzzles and all sorts of different things that are involved. Like this puzzle may have you put together an actual puzzle or it may have you draw lines or work out a logic problem or identify hidden numbers. And normally there's a broad mix of different types of puzzles that you solve over the course of an escape room. This one was a similar mechanic that you had to do multiple times. You had to listen to a story that was broken up in pieces, identify the order of those pieces and what was connected, and then scan it. And that was the same thing you did practically seven, ten times. And as you're going through it, so Delhi very much liked the fact that it was a repetitive motion. You got good at it and you kept getting better over the course of the game. And by the end of it, you're like, yeah, I've mastered this skill. I personally prefer escape rooms with more variety to the sort of things you're doing. With this one, especially when the second half came out, it was like, all right, I got this. And I I was sort of like, okay, this one goes here, this one goes here. And I already quickly saw, especially with the reduced choices, I quickly saw what goes where. But I can certainly hear if this is if this is the sort of thing you like, I definitely understand where you're coming from with this. Did you like doing this as a family deli? Yeah, it's much fun, funner as a family because then you have your family to do it with. But it wasn't as a full family. It was without Khaivora because she was at some place else. True. So I think this is one that's good for families. I think this is one that families can enjoy as long as you don't have too many people fighting for the remote. For solo players, I honestly think this is a better escape room for solo players because there's a remote, there's an app that one player is controlling and only one player tracks things. I don't think you could really have two apps, especially with conflicting sounds being played. You have one person who's in control and one person who's doing and putting things together. And then everyone has to just sort of sit and listen. If you have only one person playing as a soloist, great. You can just have one person playing. The game is the, like they put on the package one to six players. I don't know where on earth they're coming up with these things. You can have however many people you can crowd around an app is how many people you can crowd around an app. I can't imagine playing with the six players because everybody's going to want to be hearing, listening, doing the same thing. That sounds absolutely crazy to me. This sounds like it's almost ideal to play just as a one player. No fighting about who controls, what is that you're looking at, what is that you're listening to, because it's sort of the puzzle that you just can puzzle together yourself. Sometimes it helps to have someone else to bounce off of it, but I think even less so than the variety of other escape room type games. It's not age 14 plus. It is definitely not age 14 plus. In terms of the story, it's there's there's nothing that rates it as being age 14 plus. There's no real curse words. There's It's not horribly bloody. It does have some slight interactions of um, government issues and then and people getting beaten up by things. And so there's some stuff, but not worse than you'd hear from any common movie tropes of these sort of Daddy, things. can I say the main Go ahead and say. game? The main game is you're trying to stop a robot from destroying the whole world. And... Oh, you're saying spoilers. You're saying spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> No spoilers, but you can tell me just without spoiling the story, did you like the story? 
Yes. You thought the story was really good. Yeah. Did you like listening to the whole thing afterwards? You thought it was cool to listen to it after you put it all together? Yeah, because then you can have it all together. Mm-hmm. And you know it's together. It's the right thing. Because at first, we needed one. Tr- we needed two tries. We thought it all go went together, all six of the chapters. But it didn't actually go together. So we... So we so we just tried again, and then we caught it because that's what would happen if you didn't do it and you just quit the game after you got all six chapters. Sounds awesome. So let's talk about some final thoughts then. So did you like the game overall? Yeah. Yeah, you thought it was pretty good. You would recommend yeah. it. You yeah. play it again. Yeah. I thought the game was good. I I don't think that I would be getting much more of this series myself. Maybe if it turns up on a bargain shelf, I would get it to play with the rest of the family. But for myself, I thought the story wasn't wasn't too particularly challenging to solve. Um, and I, I didn't and I prefer to have more variety. But my family seems to like it. Deli seems to like it. So maybe we'll get it at the end to play it with him and uh, let let him make yeah. the choice one time. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. Thanks for listening. We love feedback, so we love hearing from you. You can reach me at Julius at OnePlayerPodcast.com or JLBird on BGG. And Albert can be reached at Albert at OnePlayerPodcast.com or Fractaloon on BGG. Our website is OnePlayerPodcast.com with the number one, and we're also on Twitter at OnePlayerPodcast. The intro music is copyright Angus and can be found at Gemendo.com. The transition music is copyright by Dan Elduce Pancaldi, whose page is at DanPancaldi.com. The One Player Podcast is protected under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Thanks for listening.